Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. Which was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a bright future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in the hockey city, uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Malalus. This is Cam Talbot. This is Carmen David from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitech. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Century, doing something mean to it, do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it, screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his name. You- Well, we open with power from uh, Kanye West to uh, begin today's edition of Oilers Now. And the reason behind that is because we are talking about the Oilers power play today. Who would you have on your Oilers top power play unit to start next season? That will be our Oilers topic of the day for July 19th. Brendan Ulrich with you on Oilers Now. Oilers Now, as always, is brought to you by... Digitex. Ched uses Digitex for their copiers and printers, and the service is excellent. They now sell supplies for all brands of printers at big savings. Digitexsupplies.ca. Mark Spector in studio today on Oilers Now, as he is every Thursday in the summer. Brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta. Live racing every Friday and Saturday at Northlands Park. You can call on our Oilers Now hotline today at 780-496-0063. Brought to you by the River Cree Resort and Casino. They have the Little River Band on August 16th. They also have Steel Panther July 21st, 
this Saturday. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.ca. You can email us, Oilers now at 630ched.com. You can text us at 630-630. Brought to you by Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford or check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We're on Twitter at Oilers now at Bob underscore Stoffer at Brendan Ulrich. Dustin, helping out behind the glass today. Dustin, uh, give us that Twitter handle for yourself. At Dustin Kaufman, D-U-S-T-I-N, see the number zero F-F-M-A-N. It's a great follow. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what sort of things do you tweet about? Concerts. There you go. Pretty it, much it. Food. Not a lot of sports, though. Yeah, you like food, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you're looking for something a little bit different, you like uh, concerts and uh, food, then give Dustin a follow because... Bob is all about the Oilers and hockey. Most of my tweets are about hockey. The Oilers now count as about what happens on this show, so something a little bit different there. As we mentioned, though, Mark Spector will be in studio here today for an hour from 12.35 to 1.05. We also have Josh Curry on the program today at 1.35. He signed his first NHL deal with the Oilers yesterday. He was uh, the Bakersfield Condors' leading goal scorer last season. Now he has himself an NHL deal. He's worked his way up from the ECHL to where he is today. A great story, and we'll talk to uh, Josh about that at 1.35. Shout out to J.J. Hebert for lining that up for us today. And uh, he also lined up Evan Bouchard for us on the program yesterday. We're going to get to a quick uh, clip here from Bouchard. And uh, this may, you know, lead into our topic of the day as well, if this does happen. Because I asked Bouchard yesterday about his chances of cracking the Oilers roster as a rookie. I think it's, uh, it's realistic. I think... Uh you know, that's what I've been working for uh, all summer to to really be ready for for camp and uh, you know make sure uh, I have a, a really good camp and um, you know just just go from there and do the little things right. I really want to you know turn heads and uh, enjoy enjoy camp and uh, hopefully stay out there for the season. So that's Bouchard saying it's realistic. That he cracks the roster, and I think he has a chance as well. If he does crack the roster, he'll likely be on one of the two Oiler power play units with a chance to be on the top unit as that right shot defenseman. You also have Bear and Benning pushing for a spot there. Kloppbaum as a left shot in the mix as well. Sekera uh, as a left shot in the mix as well. Maybe Nurse gets uh, some power play time this season as well. Here's what we know. The Oilers finished dead last on the power play last season. So they bring in Manny Vivrios. They bring in Galtzin, both uh, coaches with uh, power play experience that will help assist Todd McClellan uh, in what the Oilers do on the power play this season. And um, I can tell you this. It was sort of a mixed bag for the Oilers to, to wrap up last season on the power play. And uh, we're going to get to to your ideas as well here on the text line. But the last three Oilers power play goals that they scored last season, here are the players that were on the ice. The last game against the Canucks, they had McDavid, Leon, and Nugent Hopkins on the ice, as well as Kajula. All four of those guys left shots. And then Ethan Bear as uh, the one right shot option. The second last game against Vegas, they had McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, Camilleri, and Benning. 
So Benning was the right shot option there. Uh, the last game against Columbus, they had Kajula, McDavid, Leon, Benning, and Nurse on the ice. The seventh last game of the season, this was Ethan Bear's first NHL goal as he won time to pass home from Connor McDavid as the right shot option. Uh, so it was Bear, Sakura, McDavid, Raddy, and Nugent Hopkins. So a mixed bag for the Oilers. That's actually the last four power play goals they scored on the season, but I wanted to include uh, Ethan Bear's first power play goal as uh, he may get a chance in camp as well on the top unit. So who would be your five guys you would have on the Oilers' top unit? This sort of stems into a topic yesterday on Yessi Poliarvi and Bouchard. Um, I was talking about Bouchard having all the tools needed for the Oilers on the power play. You can make an argument that uh, Poliarvi has a similar skill set that would flourish on the Oilers' power play, being that right shot option. And looking at the top five power plays in the NHL last season, they all had at least two right shot options, with the exception being Tampa Bay. So Pittsburgh was first. They have Kessel, Latang, Hornquist, all as right shot options to go with Crosby and Malkin. The Leafs had Bozak and Marner. Now, they mixed up their units a little bit. Matthews was actually on the second unit for most of the season. Uh, but Bozak and Marner as uh, right shot options. I mentioned Tampa Bay being the exception because they actually had four lefties for the most part. Stamkos being the right shot option, though. So you have a bomb there from Stamkos. And you also have Kucherov on the half wall as a left shot, but he can wire the puck. So it's a unique situation there because you have a lefty like Kucherov that runs the half wall, but he also loves to shoot it from there. And a lot of the time they work at the Stamkos, he goes right back to Kucherov for the one-timer. With the Bruins, they had Pasternak and Bergeron. They were fourth in the NHL. And one of my favorite power play setups... The Winnipeg Jets finished fifth. I really liked uh, what they did in the playoffs as well. And they had Shifley in the slot area, just off the the hash marks or top of the circle, uh, receiving one-timers from Wheeler. And then they also had Patrick Laine uh, with the bomb in that sweet spot where Ovechkin and Stamkos like to play. The Capitals, of course, great power play. In the playoffs, led to a Stanley Cup. They were seventh in the regular season. They have Ovi, Oshie, and Carlson, all right-handed options on their power play. So we're seeing a trend here. You need righties on the power play. Um, the options for the Oilers now, of course, Poliarvi, Strom, Raddy, Yamamoto, Aberg, Reeder, Benning, Bouchard as righties. Now you go back to the previous season for the Oilers when Clefbaum was very good as a lefty on that top power play in it, which is something uh, you can all... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So try again, and I do think it was effective. It worked. They found a way to make it work with Clefbaum as a lefty. So you would like to have maybe a forward as a right-handed option on that uh, unit as well. Uh, But they did make it work that season. Last season, though, the power play was a mess for the most part. So, uh, to me, the first guy that just stands out and jumps out off the page is Jesse Poliarvi. Has that right-handed one-timer option. And yesterday on the show, I said that um, I don't know if the coaching staff trusts Poliarvi when it comes to the power play. And trust me, there was some feedback on that on Twitter. And I meant it more so that I just don't think the coaching staff really trusts him. But in my world, I would likely put Pulley on the power player. At least try it. Try him there. Give him a chance. Ten games, let's see what happens. But for whatever reason, the Oilers didn't try that last season. So that's why, why I was saying I think they would trust maybe a Bouchard as a young player, uh, quarterback in the power play. He did it so well uh, with London over Poliarvi. In a perfect world, maybe you have both of those guys on your top power play unit. At the end of uh, this season, maybe in the middle, if Bouchard sticks around, or next year, you could also have both those guys, maybe Yamamoto. Uh, so the future of the power play looks bright with all these options moving forward. But for this season, I really have no idea what they're going to do to start the year. We do know Connor McDavid will be on the half wall. That's, that's about what we know. We have Manny Vibrios in. Um, he'll likely have all kinds of uh, ideas. Galton as well. So the three coaches will work together. McClellan with those two new assistants and Yanni, I, I don't know how much say he'll have in the power play, but I'm sure his ideas uh, will be documented as well. So that's our topic of the day. I already have about 100 texts on this. I knew this was going to be popular because I said on the show yesterday that the trust thing with uh, Paul Arvey and it was all over Twitter. Like all kinds of people are tweeting at me saying, why would you say that uh, Paul Arvey needs to earn his power play time when Bouchard can just come in and uh, be on the power play instantly? I was more so saying, well, I mean, both players definitely need to earn it, I think. But I think in the preseason, they, sh- they should try Paul Arvey on the power play and see if they can run with it moving forward. You also have Ratty, and you could, if Ratty, Nugent Hopkins, and McDavid is your top line to start the season, you could have all three of those guys on the power play as well. The other thing to consider is, do you have McDavid, Leon, and R&H all in the top unit, or do you have one of those three? And by one of those three, I mean one of those two, because McDavid's obviously on the top power play. He could be on both power play units too. We'll get to a tweet here from Bob Stoffer in a second that mentions that. Um, but do you have room for all three of those guys on the top unit? All three of those players being lefties? Or do you want one of them running your second power play unit 
off the half wall. So lots to uh, dig in to here on the power play topic. But like I mentioned, all five of those top power play units last season had at least two righties. Pittsburgh had three. The Jets had three. The Caps, who were seventh, had three as well. The other ones had two except for Tampa Bay. But Kucherov is sort of a unique beast in in himself because he can wire it as a lefty, and uh, they work that power play around very effectively with Hedman as a left-shot option, manning the point as well. All right, so that's one of our topics today. Uh, the Open Championship underway right now. Kevin Kistner is uh, your first-round leader at the Open Championship. Love this tournament. Woke up uh, a little bit earlier than usual today to uh, to watch that. Would have loved to uh, have stayed up all night watching that. It actually kicked off like 11.30. The, uh, the first group was out uh, on the course at 11.30 Edmonton time last night, so... Wish I would have planned this better, you know, book a couple days off work and watch golf 24-7. I love that tournament, my favorite major of the year. Uh, we can talk about that a little bit on the show today. Hey, ESPN, by the way, showing some love to hockey last night. And the others as well. We'll get to that in a second. Uh, but all, the ESPYs last night, Alex Ovechkin was named the Male Athlete of the Year. It's the first time an NHL player has been named the male athlete of the year at the ESPYs. Now you can say what you want about the ESPYs, whatever. Just cool that uh, an NHL player is receiving some love from ESPN. And uh, it's a more of a fun award show for sports, but uh, so good for Ovechkin and uh, good for the NHL there. By the way, Emily Kaplan made a list of which NHL teams are best suited for the future behind a locked-in young core. And uh, this is a list out on ESPN right now that I saw this morning. The Oilers ranked number one on this list. Now, it includes players who are uh, 27 or younger, and it also only accounts for players who are inked for at least the next three seasons. So, I mean, it's an interesting exercise because you're not considering RFAs here or players that will be RFAs in one or two seasons. They have to be locked up long term. So like in Toronto's case, Matthews wasn't included on their list. So the others are number one because they have McDavid, Drysaddle, and Clefbaum locked up long-term. Nashville in second with uh, Forsberg, Ryan Johansson, Arvidsson, and Saros. The Blues in third with Tarasenko, O'Reilly, and Schwartz. The Leafs in fourth. The three players they included were Tavares, Kadri, and Riley. Of course, Marner, Nylander, Matthews, all, all RFA. So if you weren't accounting for players being up locked, being uh, locked up long-term at least three seasons, then I think the Leafs would likely be first with all those guys in the mix. But for this exercise, they can only include JT, Kadri, and Riley. The Jets in fifth with uh, Shifley, Ehlers, and Hellebuck. So interesting uh, piece out on ESPN right now. Thought I'd mention it just because they have the Oilers at number one, and this is a show called Oilers Now. All right. 12-22 in Edmonton. We open with power, by the way, which ties into a giveaway on the show we will be doing tomorrow. We'll be giving away a power pack. Power pack 
number eight, including games against the Canucks, Preds, Flames, and Ducks. We gave away two last week. And a reminder, if you missed out on the Power Packs, or Power Packs pre-sale, then Power Packs will be available to the general public tomorrow at 10 a.m. And you can also win a Power Pack on this show. So that would be your best option because it would be free, but you can also go buy them uh, at edmontonoilers.com. They go on sale to the public at 10 a.m. tomorrow. But we will be giving away Power Pack number eight with games against the Canucks, Preds, Flames, and Ducks tomorrow with some sort of uh, trivia element on this show. It's 12.23 in Edmonton. We'll take a timeout. When we come back, we'll get to some of your text messages talking about the Oilers' power play. Anything else you want to hit at, you can text us uh, 6.30, 6.30. That's ahead on the program. When you want to fly your Oilers' colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a Pro-Am Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. Back here on Oilers Now, Brendan Ulrich with you. Mark Spector will join me in studio after the 12.30 news. You can text us 6.30-6.30. I mentioned that tweet from Stoffer earlier, and uh, it was in reference to Connor McDavid being on both Oiler power play units next season. Bob tweeting out with the, the offseason FA signings of Brodziak and Reeder and the emergence of Strom and Kara on the PK. I would limit Connor McDavid's PK time and strongly consider running McDavid a full two minutes on the power play. I would agree with that as well. Ovechkin plays almost the entire two minutes out in Washington. He doesn't play the PK though, so I get where Bob's uh, coming out with that. But... Um, McDavid is also an effective penalty killer. Almost creates a shorthanded uh, opportunity or a rush every time he's out on the ice. So that would be uh, interesting to see how uh, the Oilers coaching staff manages that. Rob says, hey, BU, guest hosting in the middle of the summer and finding things to talk about regarding NHL and most importantly, the Oilers. I appreciate that. I know you have people complain about not talking hockey. I want to thank you for digging into hockey topics from Rob. Well, I try, my man. I knew this would be a hot topic because yesterday when I was talking about uh, the power play, there was all kinds of feedback on Twitter. People in favor of Polyarby getting power play time. And then there's this text from Trent that says, No ABU on Polyarby. Maybe in your world, go have some more Kool Aid. On another note, you said it one timer. Amazing how well those work. Amazing how the Oilers still opt to dangle and pass versus using one of those one timer things from Trent. So there you have it. Polarizing. <laughs> yes, Polyarby is one polarizing figure. I can say I think Poliarvi should be on the power play, and you get a text like that, and then you go on Twitter and you have people saying, why isn't Poliarvi on the power play? So you, you can't win with everyone, but it is a, a good topic and something we can debate on the program today, and uh, we'll see what Mark Spector thinks about Poliarvi getting some power play time next season when he uh, slides by in studio. That will be Stoffer and Spector 
for Horse Racing Alberta, live racing Friday and Saturday at Northlands Park after the 12.30 News with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.